0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We're
2: back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with Deuce McAllister, the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert, Nick. Uh, got to apologize to you. I said, Nick Underwood, man, Underhill. Man, I don't know. Maybe it's because ABS got those 13 concussions, and I'm getting some of those old timers' disease uh, through osmosis through him. So I apologize for you. Great to have you back on with us. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Nick, uh, man, you've been through the saga with all this with, with Sean Payton, and every day it seems to be like a new page in a book. Uh, so just your take on it. And, you know, I, I agree with Jeff what Jeff Duncan's been saying. The longer this goes out, the, the more and more likelihood that he'll be back at Fox. But then all of a sudden, the Cardinals, a uh, guy, he had told me the story that, you know, he was a ball boy at Eastern Illinois, uh, and the then St. Louis Cardinals were training there, and he got to know the Bidwell family, and now he spends eight and a half, nine hours with Mike Bidwell. So y- your thoughts on, on what will happen here with Sean Payton?
3: You know, I think it's probably been an uh, educational experience for him. I think he, he kind of entered <laughs> yeah. this market thinking that, you know, people were going to gonna try to recruit him, and he was going to, you know, basically have the scene where he was picking the hat off the table at his spot, and it just really hasn't kind of played out that way. And, look, I mean, just kind of being honest about it, I, I think one of the issues is that every day there's a new page to the book. Like, you don't, you don't hear a lot about the other people, and it's just been, like, really loud around him. It's almost felt a little – uh I don't know chaotic in in some senses and you know I just think maybe quieting it down learning just kind of kind of knowing what the process is I I think it's 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 been eye-opening a little bit for for them but yeah I agree I mean you know I think it's surprising the way it's kind of played out I think it is starting to get a little interesting though I mean he did interview in Arizona as you mentioned um And, you know, just some of the stuff that's played out, Dan Quinn removing his name, Ben Johnson, um, you know, Harbaugh is no longer part of the the coaching search. So things are kind of, you know, opened up a little bit, I think, in the last 24 hours. And if uh, D'Amico Ryans goes to Houston, like, where does does Denver even go from there? (laughs) So it's possible that, you know, one of these things shake out in the end. And I do wonder if, you know, Sean going through the process, maybe finds out what he's Worth and maybe he comes off, you know, the 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 stance he was making eighty million over five years with the Saints. You know, maybe he's willing to go down below that that twenty million dollar mark and and accept a job that's a little bit cheaper. I know one of the teams, uh, you know, I talked to somebody in one of those front offices and they just wouldn't go to twenty for Sean. And they, their thought process was like, yeah, I'd pay twenty if you can guarantee me a Super Bowl. I'd pay twenty after he wins a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. I'm not paying twenty before he wins a Super Bowl. So. Maybe just having that information changes things up. Maybe Mickey Loomis looks at things a little bit differently and, and you know, to try to go on through this for another year. Because, look, I don't know if you want Sean Payton hovering over the, the franchise for all year. Another year. Week one. Yes. Yeah. Another year. <laughs> and and, uh, and then what happens one, in Washington?
2: Hey, hey, Nick, yeah. That's the other thing, because we haven't uh, – Jason LaConforo The was Dark on, Horse, uh, maybe. Two weeks ago said, you know what, I think by the time the Super Bowl is over with, Uh, and maybe a day or two after that the commanders will have a new owner and then that will open up another head coaching search in in the nation's capital.
3: I mean, that's interesting. You know, there's been the whispers of the the mystery team. I don't know if I I was buying that there was a mystery team. I thought it was maybe kind of like a little bit of a leverage point, but, like, maybe there is actually one out there. The other conspiracy that people are, are talking about and I don't know if I'd buy this one, but it would be perfect for Sean. Like if, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, maybe Andy Reid steps away. Maybe that's that's the mystery team. But uh, the Commanders one is actually legitimately interesting because I think they kind of need to start over and they need a whole new culture from the ground up. Like Ron Rivera, you know, he, he's a good coach. I think he's, you know, but it just hasn't turned around there the, the way you'd like. So, yeah, that would be interesting uh, if, if they if they entered the threat. You know, uh, Nick, uh, I want your opinion on this because
1: I've always trust your opinion. Uh, boy, I miss those days when we were at the green bar, uh, boy, sitting in the bleachers. And, <laughs> now he and was cool up, right? over there, that, no, Nick. No, That's uh, why he missed I, it. I, I, hey, listen, I love sitting by Nick on the hill and watching a, a practice because there's a lot of wisdom. Uh, I don't like to sit by people don't know what the hell they're talking about. Nick on the hill knows what he's talking about. So I want to have some feedback going back and forth. So Nick, I'm looking forward to uh, having you on and uh, break things down. But uh, isn't it in the best interest of the Saints? We can't wait till next year. Sean Payne got to go coach somewhere now. We need help now. Don't you agree with that? We got to get some kind of compensation now, and he don't go back to Fox.
3: I, I agree. I, I think I, I would be trying to facilitate this somehow. Like if my if my asking price was a first round pick at plus, and that was a problem for the teams at this point, like. I I just I would just want him somewhere else cuz like if if this is your program DA's your coach like the, the specter of Sean potentially coming back until he's with another team is going to be something that just kind of kind of just suffocates everything and they went through it for a year and I mean there were you know the rumors last year about Sean trying to come back here and I think that just kind of undermines your authority and I think, it, you know, I think the players hear that stuff and then they start wondering if it's possible. Like, it's just better for everything to be all in one direction, one way. And I mean, obviously, the Saints can't force one of these teams to hire Sean at this point. You know, they've approved the interviews. It's on Sean to get it to the point where someone calls Mickey and says, hey, like, can we make this straight happen? Can you move off your price? And but it hasn't even gotten to that point yet, which is, is surprising. me. But yeah, they they need this done. They need the help. And even if the pick is next year's first round pick, twenty twenty four or something like that, at least you know you have it, and you can you can concoct a plan and and move forward. But it just kind of feels like everything is on hold until this is settled.
4: Nick, we're gonna talk about something we do know that's gonna happen, <laughs> not the what if game with with with, with Sean. <laughs> What do you think happens next week at the uh, Senior Bowl in that process with, you know, interviewing some of those guys and maybe falling in love with a player or two, uh, you know, regardless if you have a first-rounder currently, uh, what do you think happens at the Senior Bowl? And, you know, where 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 are the eyes going to be for this Saints organization?
3: Well, it is interesting because, like, they always do end up falling in love with some players here, and they love to drop guys that, that you know, that are in the Senior Bowl of Spent their four years in, in college. Um, you know, I, I think one thing that's going to happen out here, like there's going to be a little bit of a job fair. They do have the tight ends coach uh, position open, and that's often a place where some of that stuff happens. Uh, Ryan Nielsen just got hired by the Falcons. So it'll be interesting to see how they, they reshuffle um, yep. the defensive coordinator position. Does Chris Richard just take that over? I mean, that's probably the most likely outcome, but that could be, uh, you know, a thing too, because he's interviewing some other places. So if he leaves, there could be potentially two spots on the staff, but, Look, I think they need a lot of help uh, a lot of places, and they're pretty obvious. I mean, quarterbacks, the big one. I think this team badly needs a, another running back, a power back, um, especially if Alvin is suspended early in the season. But I think they, they just need to kind of reconfigure that position. And then all the way across the defensive line, I, I think those are huge, massive needs. They need uh, another defensive end, probably another DT, uh, just you know, more pass rush in general. Like Caden Ellis shouldn't be your, your number two leading sack guy. He had a great season, but... You know, I think if you can manufacture that, that rush up front and not have to, you know, blitz or, or try to scheme some of that stuff up, you're going to be a right. much better defense.
1: Yeah, you got to win man-to-man. Not, no, the scheme is great, uh, but how about you just win your one-on-one battles? Uh, boy, you look at hindsight and Trey Hendrickson, his high motor, what he's done with the Bengals uh, versus Davenport and all that, but that's a different story. Now, you, you bring up Atlanta because it is the NFC South. Is there any possibility that you could see it uh, come about uh, th- that with Lamar Jackson, it didn't work out with the Ravens, and he'd end up maybe with Fontenot in the Falcons. Because I can remember, uh, uh, listen, Nick, I was doing uh, the Falcons radio. Now, this is, uh, you know, uh, basically 15-plus uh, years. It was early 21st century. And I'll tell you, uh, Michael Vick in Atlanta, oh, my God, he was like an Atlanta Braves player. I mean, he was unbelievable. <laughs> he was like a movie star. And so I just think Lamar, and you go to ATL in Atlanta, You can't get a a better city as as far as uh, they'd be all in on Lamar. You think what's going to happen with him in Baltimore? Because I even said, hey, I would love to see him in a Saints uniform. But but what's your take on that? Nick, to to piggyback off Bob, I think the other part in it, uh,
2: a couple of days ago I talked to Pete Jenkins and he said, hey, listen, I'm going to tell you, uh, keep it that if Ryan gets offered the Falcons job, he's going to take it. Uh, but one of the things and he got offered and he, and he it was took it, but he said, "Don't be surprised if the Saints can't come up with a deal for Marcus Davenport. He follows Ryan to Atlanta too." That makes sense.
3: Yeah, it does. Uh, well, yeah, the first one uh, on Lamar. I mean, that would be a perfect marriage. It just seems like he'd be he'd be a superstar there. But the Saints better hope that actually doesn't happen because he's he's, right, the yeah. he's the one guy that that just gets Dennis Allen twisted up and he can't figure out how to stop that type of offense. So. If he ends up there, that's two really tough games a year for them. And yeah, I could definitely see Davenport following Nielsen there. I mean, look, I, I know the fans here; they, they have their view of Marcus Davenport. Personally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay pay him. I don't think you can pay for the, the you know the production that he's had. A half a sack is a, a scary number. And you, it's kind of too much boomer bust. And the way they play the cap, you can't afford to, to be spending dollars on players that aren't giving you like tangible actual production. You know, the, the pressures are great, but you got to get there once in a while if you're going to be a high paid guy, but yeah, that would make perfect sense to kind of go over there. I mean, it, it's kind of fascinating to see how uh, Atlanta's is just kind of piggybacking off uh, a, a lot of Saints stuff lately, um, you know, with their hires. And, and, but, you know, I guess that's kind of what happens when you dominate the division uh, for, for so many years. But yeah, there's going to be a little bit of a, you know, a, a brain drain there. And Nielsen was a great coach for the team. I mean, he, he developed Hendrickson and, And, you know, you got Carl Granderson going. He, at times, had Davenport looking, you know, like a a really legitimate player. And, uh, you know, losing him, I I think, is going to be a loss for the team. The one thing I would say is, like, I think it does create an opportunity, at least to, like – and I don't know if anyone's going to be able to reach him. I'm not saying Ryan Nielsen couldn't, but, like, maybe a different coach with Peyton Turner. Maybe you finally get something out of him. Maybe a different voice gets through. So, at least maybe there's, there's an opportunity there. But, I mean, I think that's a significant loss for this team.
4: When you yeah. talk when you talk go about ahead, uh, Davenport, you're saying you wouldn't pay him uh, a, a, a big contract, but if you could work out possibly a, a one year deal, that's something that you you would entertain. Yeah,
1: correct? you, 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 you got to
4: prove yourself. Yeah, with an option.
1: Yeah, I'm not yeah, signing an option. Right. no, well, one give,
4: year and an option. I'm
2: not. No, signing no, an yeah,
1: option. yeah, yeah, well, one year, prove it. I, I, I'll yeah. sign a
4: one-year proven. I'm not giving you an option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, but then, depending it, on what
1: that second, year I, I don't give. care what that second. If no, I'm no. betting on myself, if you bet on yourself, yourself. you uh, got to bet one year. That's a Kirk Cousins thing. Yeah, yeah you I, I, I'm bet sorry. On he and Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I'm though. sorry. Go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. Go no. ahead. You, go you, you got to bet on one year, Mike. Cause Cause I agree with Deuce with that. Because This may take a while. Yeah, correct. You got to bet on one year. Hell with that option.
3: Yeah, I would. I would sign him. I would keep him on my team. I think the upside's there, and I think he's someone you probably let go, and then you. I could see them regretting it, but. I can't pay for that. Like I would, I would give him a contract right. with, with bonuses. And look, in five sacks you get a bonus, ten sacks you get a bonus, fifteen, twenty. Like in, if you get all the but sacks, what is that sure number? you can be a paid what, like what, a top five what, guy. What What is that number? That it, it's a it's a fascinating. Conversation
2: like
4: I think he's yeah. one of those guys that yeah. you like. we, we all feel that way on it. If we we what, don't know what, what the number what, would be. I mean, I, I, I can I can tell you what the market is. What do you yeah. think? I'm, I'm, like, I'm, uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not paying top five if that's that, that that's not the number. No, I mean, but I what I, you thinking?
1: Like seven eight million?
4: The number is probably seven million. Yeah, the
1: number is, oh, is probably seven million. He's gonna get more than that. I'm telling. you. Oh well, then if he gets well, more than that, he ain't hey, proven. Hey, I mean, I mean, you're paying for potential, but there is a one team that'll do it. You're good, Rennets. Then he got to hang this. What do you think? play. Go
3: what ahead, do you think? Ah, oh, man, it's, seven's like yeah, it's interesting. I would probably pay him the seven, and yes. you will know, find out. And if it's if it doesn't work, fine. But I mean, that's it's not a huge loss. Like I think it's seven million. Look again, the, the sacks numbers aren't there, but like he, he's still impacting games a little bit. But man, the way he fell off at the end of the season, and then Carl Granderson's out snapping him and everything, it, it's it's tough to even kind of get the, the seven. But like it's that that behind door B thing with him that that's kind of always going to be there. And I think. I don't know. I think if you aren't careful about it, like you can just just send you know good money after bad with him, just kind of chasing that, and, and I yeah. just don't think it's ever going to be there consistently.
1: Well, uh, to me, look at high motor. Okay, I think who that Nation uh, fans, we look at this high motor. Now he's not here anymore. We look at Trey Hendrickson. What have done for me lately? And uh, Carl Grandison versus we put uh, Marcus Davenport uh, with Peyton Turner. Oh, yeah, you got all this ability. I don't know. Uh, Oh, this is hurting. That's hurting. Oh, I I, I can't play. (laughs) Uh, I can't. What? No, no. Look, when you were drafted, we need you to play. So I think that's what Saints fans look at. They look at the production. Listen, Carl Grandison. Carl Grandison, where was the game? It was freaking freezing. He goes out there with no shirt. He goes, man, I uh, I played at Wyoming. He he, he goes, what? He goes, I can handle this. Dick. Uh, Peyton Turner was a healthy scratch in a game, yep. a healthy scratch. Peyton Turner played a game that was unbelievable, and then eh, he's done. He's coming up to celebrate. If somebody lands on him like Pat Mahomes, and he's done for the season. I mean, think about that. He, he did. I think I want to say he had two sacks or maybe two tackles for loss. I can't recall. No, it was two sacks. Two sacks. sacks and dude, yeah. He's coming up to get so excited, and then somebody rolls him up, and then he's done. He's done. I mean, it's like unbelievable. (laughs) I don't know if you comment on that, Nick. Nick, I'm just saying. Nick, 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 I'm mean The the, ability
3: ability is (laughs) there. As good as they are (laughs) at at drafting, whatever it is, their prototype at defensive end and the players they go after, like they just just haven't hit. I mean, I think that's one thing that they probably need to sit down and kind of evaluate, you know, and figure out. I think one of the issues there is that, you know, they've been drafting the bottom third of the first round, so you do kind of have to take a risk to get to get the talent. But, I mean, I don't think it's worth worth chasing it anymore. And, you know, I think they got to find another way, maybe invest in it, invest in a proven commodity. It's sort of like linebacker for a long time. They couldn't draft linebackers. That was kind of their silly their yep. feel in drafting, and now it's become defensive end.
2: Nick, one of the things uh, offensively, I don't know what the identity is offensively for this team I'll be honest with you because every every it's a shuffleboard across the board I think personally Dennis Allen would like to run the football more than what we've seen now do you have the personnel to do it uh, to run the football and be a more physical team to run the ball but that has been Kind of the the flip in the air about what the hell are we doing offensively and for an identity. And now that got to start at quarterback. You
1: got to figure out what you do there. Let me tell you, if we had Andy Dalton at quarterback and we had uh, Jari Evans and Carl Nix at guard and you had Teron Armstead uh, and Max Hunger and all that. But you don't. uh, No, no, if we had that, uh, we could run the ball and we would not be poo pooing Andy Dalton. I'm just telling you, right now, I mean, there's like Andrews Pete, does he want to play football? I mean, he, he, you know, he's reaping the benefits of an outstanding contract. But Andrews Pete I mean, uh, look, he's so big, he has to play football. What else he's going to do? He might, be, uh, he might be very smart. He went to Stanford. I understand all that. but, but Andrews Pete. What has he truly done? That one game, I never forget. This Andrews Pete. Oh, was Buffalo, freaking, on uh, Buffalo on the road. Buffalo on the road. Andrews Pete was unbelievable. He was mauling people. He was mauling people in Buffalo. I go, can we have at least two handful of games like that? I seen that well, one. You, time. you got your, you got
2: your quarter. You got one.
1: I seen so. that one time with Andrews Pete because I know he has the ability, but I don't know if he loves it. But I Nick, mean, the I, the identity on.
2: offensively on this team, and I think a lot of that has to do with the uncertainty at quarterback, but you've got to find an identity and then build around that, and I think so much of that has to do with the quarterback spot.
3: Yeah, I mean, I thought they went to the season one to be like a, a play-action, deep-shot team that, that kind of set some of that stuff up, and obviously, going to Dalton from Jameis probably changed up some of that, but I, I don't think they ever found their way back to it, and right. the thing is, though, is like they, they did want to be a, a running team, and then they I think they were like bottom three or four in, in play-action attempts, like get the easy <laughs> setups off of that stuff and, and take advantage of some of that stuff. It just felt like to me, like all season that's going on in the NFL. And look, you don't have to like copy everybody, but their motions were so low last year that if you doubled them, they still would have been in 32nd place in the league on passing plays. And it's just the the stuff that other teams are are doing and where the league's going, they weren't with it. And I think they got to find their way towards some of that stuff a little bit. Um, You know, it, it just, there's just ways to make offense easier. And it felt like they were always finding ways. To make it harder. The one thing I did like is towards the end of the season, they kind of started figuring out what they could do with with Taysom and Alvin coming out of that Cleveland game and that the wildcat looks was something that kind of worked a little bit for him, But look, you got Taysom Hill averaging six yards a, a carry and they're struggling all year to, to figure out where he fits into the game. I'm, you know, Carmichael said the one game that he, he wanted to wait and see how the defense reacted to get him in the game. Like, why can't you get him carries, see how they react, and then he yeah, Hey, agree.
1: And Nick, we're going on a break. I think this should be a category. Modern day football. Okay, what team has a Taysom Hill? Nobody. To me, Taysom Hill is a pro football hall of famer because no one could do what he does. Block punts, return kickoffs throw a fast, uh, run over you, run around you. I mean, what? That's like Jim Thorpe. I mean, that's like a pro football history. What, what a player could do what Taysom Hill does? I mean, I'm telling you what. So uh, all I know is Sean Payton made a statement uh, with Mickey Loomis and all. Uh, you look at that contract that Taysom's getting paid, I don't know, $11 million, whatever. He goes, okay, if y'all don't want Taysom, just send him over my way. Just send him over my way. I'm telling you, uh, every team might try and get a Taysom Hill, but nobody has a Taysom Hill.
2: No, he's unique. Uh, he's, he's unique. unique. He's unique I'm person. telling you. He is person. true. Want, now,
1: people, so. uh, the Huda Nation, oh, we want him to be a quarterback. quarterback. Uh, he doesn't no. throw good enough. He can throw now and then, but all what he could do, Taysom Hill is truly special. I mean, 100%. I mean, uh, Mike. I, I mean, agree. I, mean, I agree. Okay, th- th- uh, Nick, think about that. Is there a deuce? Is there any other player – like no, there's hill. nobody, nobody today. I haven't bite. seen that in the last 30, 40 years. I haven't seen nobody like that.
3: Nick, I'll give you the last word on that. No, he's he's one-on-one. I, I agree. Just find a way to use him. He's your best player. It shouldn't be that hard to figure out. If you want him to have the ball, just put the ball in his hands. Nick,
2: thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. We really appreciate it. And, uh, man, listen, for all the coverage, you can go to neworleans.football, and uh, you guys do a great job there. Thanks, thanks for coming Nick. on, Nick. Appreciate it. Yeah, Appreciate it, guys. All righty. Nick Underhill. And, again, you can find more information from him at neworleans.football. We'll be back Smoke with more sports the water. talk Smoke on, on, the water. on the Big 870 right after this break.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.